0: Welcome to the Summer Party Pod. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to
1: our State of the Union Address. Of sorts. Step aside, Joe Biden.
0: Actually, no, it is part of your legal duty as the President yeah. of the United States to address Us. the members of Congress on the State of the Union, so
1: and, and for that that's we are what we're thankful. doing, <laughs> yeah, and we're just doing it a little bit earlier. um, we're gonna give him some ideas in case he hasn't written his speech
0: yet, right, in case he has some like just some dead air, some extra <laughs> yeah. extra time. Yeah, This is very funny, because I was just watching one of the West Wing episodes, Mm -hmm. where they're writing um, Martin Sheen's State of the Union address, um, and they're talking about how they have to cut it down from, like, 113 pages down to, like, 80. (laughs) Yeah. So, we don't have that problem.
1: I just had the thought, I was gonna say, the last time I watched the State of the Union- was in 2017 and i was like wait no that was the inauguration when trump got inaugurated and then i was like wait so they don't have states of the unions on years that there are inaugurations is that a fact or did i make that up right just now because they're both like january 21st right or 22nd
0: that's an excellent question we still have unions and we need to know the state of it but how would they know the state union. of the union if they've only been president for like a little bit?
1: Well, that's why I feel like oh my god. Well, maybe the state of the union should be earlier so the the incumbent like leaving president can be like here's the tea.
0: Peace out. So they Are can burn their bri- So they can burn their bridges on the way out.
1: True. Well, flush their documents oh, down oh, the
0: toilet. Oh, 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 interesting. It says history fact. Newly inaugurated presidents generally deliver an address to Congress in February of the first year of their term, but this speech is not officially considered to be a State of the Union.
1: Oh, so, like, a month in, they're like, here's the plan. And then a year later, they're like, maybe that didn't go to plan. Yes,
0: because they are... Hmm.
1: Hmm. Oh, now I have another question. Okay, so, like, say you get... Like, elected, like, so, the first time you're elected, you have your inauguration, and then each year you have your State of the Union. If you get re-elected for a second term, do they re-inaugurate you, or have you already been inaugurated, and, like, you just do a State of the Union? Like, Obama, did Obama get inaugurated twice? Is it, like, a ritual they have to do, or is it, like, you're grandfathered in, because we already
0: elected you? Well, I'm gonna find that out, too. Um, yes. Yes. They do.
1: Yeah, yeah, they swear you in, I guess. Very cool. Interesting.
0: Fun fact. Uh-huh. That was not on my rough outline, but I'm <laughs> glad that we learned yeah. that. <laughs> I I would also like to say to Abby specifically, friend of the pod Abby. Oh, I accidentally doxed her. I don't know if I'm supposed to say her last name. Okay. We'll to friend of the pod Abby, <laughs> our beloved. Um, winner of guest of the pod for our number one decom of last season. Yes, Abby. I'm so sorry that you just had to hear us go through that. Seeing as you are a bona fide law student, More than and half I also lost school careers. and I also hope. That the fact that I did not know the this information right off the top of my head will not impede me in the future um, getting a job on your campaign staff when you are campaigning for public office.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say in her cabinet. Do you want to be in her cabinet too?
0: No, we've already decided I'm going to be her chief of staff. Because... Ooh, I I won't be able <laughs> Ooh, I wanna be like her interior decorator. <laughs> I won't be able to do like you wanna be like the White House events planner?
1: No, I just want to decorate. I don't want to okay, plan anything. Fair enough. I just want to <laughs> be like these curtains, Abby. Picture it. Okay. This Christmas tree. I'll do her Christmas tree.
0: Congratulations, Abby. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think Because I'm local, you know. If the president of the United um, States is giving you a job, you probably relocate. <laughs>
1: True, Mayor Pete did. Um, what was I going to say?
0: Well, now that we're 17 minutes into this recording, no, we're not. Only seven. Um, <clears throat> now that we're all warmed up. First of all, Hannah, I have to ask, are you drinking a delicious Bev while we're doing this recording? All I have is water, which has been sitting
1: by my bed um, since maybe last night. No, that's a lie. It's been sitting here since this afternoon when I took my nap.
0: I just thought I'd ask,
1: because we've been anything.
0: Um, I do have a bottle of water. It is out of my reach. I also because I prepared for this as if we were doing a midnight sillies episode. Okay, which was but so I do have a a cheeky little bev. It's a local a local cider to me called Maniac Mac. I was gonna say I thought I said I thought I saw the word maniac on that it's delicious i think it's definitely the best like only apple flavored hard cider i've ever had i'm a big Mm -hmm. fan um and the fact that it's made in the same region as me is even better big fan that cool refreshing drink cool refreshing drink um and it's very sweet. It kind of just tastes like apple juice. It doesn't taste super Ooh. boozy or anything. And maybe so. I
1: would like that. Because you know me, I don't like the taste you of alcoholic.
0: You would. I actually really think you would like that. Especially, it is very refreshing. It's very light.
1: Like, you know me, um, for New Year's, like, all I had is, all I ever have is, like, Martinelli's. Yeah. And I love that. On, on Christmas Day, my sister made us, she made us this enormous, like, charcuterie it wasn't just charcuterie, but it was just like this breakfast spread. It was enormous. Mm-hmm. And she made us mimosas, but she let me make my own because she knows I don't really like champagne. So I did like it. Also, they weren't mimosas. I think they were like cranberry juice or something. I don't know. It was like juice and champagne. But, you know, I, I did the opposite ratio that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I, the glass, you know, eight ninths of the way. nineteen twentieths of the
0: way of juice and just did, like, a spritz of
1: champagne. Love that. that.
0: Fair enough. I cannot say I did the same. (laughs) My sister had so many
1: glasses. I was like, girl, you're, like, tipsy. We're just staying home.
0: Oh, me. Me every year that I have legally been allowed to drink. So, the State of the Union is upon us. Mm Mm-hmm. For those of you who are season one listeners, yeah. you will know that something that we liked to do that we started off on the Instagram and then started sprinkling into the actual podcast episodes every once in a while is a little section we like to call Beyond the Pod. Yes. And that was kind of our way of letting ourselves talk about content other than decoms, things that we were currently Reading, listening to, etc. Yeah, not entirely necessary, given the fact that that's what this entire season is going to be. However, yeah, but we, we still wanted a to have a dedic. We still wanted to have a dedicated, like, little. Just in case you were wondering, what mm-hmm. we're reading, watching, etc. Need a recommendation? We've got now. You. We're going to tell you. Yeah, um Hannah and I have also frequently run into the issue where. Maybe we aren't listening to anything new. Maybe we aren't watching anything new. So what we're going to do is we're going to switch it up a little bit. And we're either going to talk about something that we have consumed recently or that we are planning to consume next. And I'm very excited. Me too. So Hannah. Lizard. Let's start where we normally start. What you're reading?
1: Well, so I actually haven't read a book in like a hot minute because famously I had COVID. Um, Actually, I don't know if we mentioned that on the podcast. Since the last time we podcasted, I got COVID and it took me out. So I haven't read a book since early this month or early December, actually. Yeah. But for Christmas from one of my best friends, shout out Caroline. I got a book called Too Good to Be Real by Melanie Johnson. I don't know, Lizzie, maybe you've read this because you've read everything. I
0: book. have not. I've it's never a, even heard of it.
1: It's a romance novel. Oh. And it's set. And it's set. Um it's similar to the plot of Austin Land. Where it's this girl who like loves like Jane Austen and romance novels goes to like a place where they kind of like live that. I love that. So, I'm very excited to read that. She, my friend got all of us books and we're going to like pass them around. But that was the one oh. she got specifically for me. And it has a little like dog on the cover. And I was like, oh, perfect.
0: <laughs> I love that. So, that's, that's what really I'm excited cute. to read
1: uh, in the near, in pr- probably one of the first books I read of the year. I love that. That sounds really mm-hmm.
0: delightful. What about you, Liz? I. Oh God, I didn't even prepare. I prepared our outline. I didn't even <laughs> check. I didn't even check to see what the most recent thing that I read was if like, cause I know I read something fairly recently for my, oh, I will. So I talked a fair amount. I don't know if it was in our wrap up or if it was in our, it might've even been in our trailer for this season. I'm hoping not, and who knows what Hannah has cut out of the wrap-up of season one. Um, But we are recording this just a few weeks after the World Cup final.
1: Oh, yeah. You did talk about that, but I cut some of it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) For those of you who aren't aware, I'm a really big soccer fan. I love soccer. Um, And for that reason, I have kind of purposefully avoided a lot of soccer based like sports romance novels
1: Oh interesting
0: cuz i was like that's going to be too much for me mm-hmm. That's going to be overwhelming to the point of being unpleasant but i recently read the book Culty by Mariana Zapata
1: Oh yes you told P-U-L-T-I. me Hey okay. ULTI
0: Mariana Zapata is kind of like the queen of the Slowburn sports romance book
1: yeah of a, of a 550 Ugh. page novel I didn't realize that when you told me you read that I was like I didn't know that that existed I thought I'd read everything she'd ever written
0: it was fantastic I think it's oh. the best thing of hers that I've ever read I really? loved it I better devoured than, it
1: better than Lukov and Winnipeg I think so Oh, my God. Well, I have to get on that, too, now.
0: Yeah, it's really good. So, that is the most recent thing that I read that kind of knocked my socks off. And then what I'm planning on reading next is um, I also got a book for a present. I normally don't get, like, a ton of books for Christmas presents because people don't often know what I already own. Um, But my aunt and uncle knocked it out of the park and bought me, unprompted, um, a copy of Babel by R.F. Kwong, um, which I have been on hold for at my library <laughs> for months. And now I don't have to. It is like a fantasy historical book about it. Like the subtitle is like the arcane history of the Oxford Translators Rebellion.
1: Oh. And so it's really
0: it, fascinating.
1: Is it nonfiction? No. Oh, oh, okay, that's cool.
0: It's about a fictional, like, rebellion, essentially. I was like, really like I didn't know that that happened. No, which is really interesting because, um, obviously, it's about a strike. And it is published strike. Strike. by
1: strike. 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 Strike.
0: HarperCollins. Oh. <gasps> For those of you who don't know, HarperCollins, HarperCollins Publishing Union is currently on strike, Yeah, which I fully support. So part of me is kind of waiting to read the book okay. until then, because I don't want to be like on my Goods, Goodreads like, I love this book! Um, in the middle of... I love this book and <laughs>
1: I support workers' unions.
0: Exactly. Maybe that will be in my Goodreads review.
1: I don't know anything – was. Gonna, that's a lie. I was going to say I don't know anything about workers' unions. I know about them. You know, I went to school. But <laughs> You've seen Newsies. <laughs> I've seen Newsies. I've seen Newsies. i would seen them in love it. Know the choreography, of course. Um, but I live in a state that doesn't have unions. Mm-hmm. We're a right-to-work state, so, like, I don't know anyone in any union. Yeah. Although people are stupid, and they don't know that, so they get mad. They're like, the teacher's union just doesn't want to teach. That's why there's snow days. And it's like, there's no such thing. We don't have a union. We don't have a singular union in the state. Teachers
0: don't want to teach because your kids suck.
1: Yeah, the same reason you don't want your kid at your house. Anyway. Tea.
0: Slay. Um,
1: let's Wait. see, what if- Should we move on in our- uh, like, Oh my god, there was something that I learned recently (laughs) that I was like, that's Lizzie's reference. (laughs) There was something, oh, I was catching up on, (laughs) this could be a Beyond the Pod, even though it doesn't really fit into a category. One of my roommates I found out loves Trixie and Katya, so we were watching a bunch of us together, and then I got to the part where they started going, Mary, and I was like, that's why Lizzie says it! That's why Lizzie's always calling me Mary. I thought it was like a Jesus
0: thing. No, and this is really funny because I started saying it to Maggie because Maggie's like real first name is Mary, <laughs> so it it's is? just like a double. It's just like a double. Yeah, is she like
1: Mary Margaret? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, mean, I assumed her name was Margaret, but yeah, her name Does is Mary Margaret.
0: Mary. Yeah, <laughs> but she understands the reference. Because well, now I do because because people her school understand the reference, which is slightly concerning, um because they're but those are children, but what are you gonna do um you can't you can't do much I, mean, I right? love
1: I love Trixie Mattel, but I'm a pretty casual viewer of uh like her yeah. let watch it like with Lizzie or like with a friend, like yeah. with this roommate of mine, um which oh, by the way, spoiler alert, everyone, I moved out. <laughs> Um, I won't say much about the situation, but I no longer have roommates. Well, actually, I do. They're my parents. um, And I love them. So, you know, saving money. But uh, my yep. former roommate, who I, I do love, she we were watching it on her birthday. And we were... Uh, yeah, that's how I learned that. Anyway, should we get back to Beyond the Pod? Since now it has been 19 minutes. I mean, this is Beyond the Pod.
0: This can be... True. I mean, it's the uh, schmorg is bored. Yeah. It is the schmorg is bored. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Mm reading. So, Hannah, have you been listening to any music?
1: Honestly, not really. Yeah. I mean, we talked in a couple episodes ago, we talked about like our Spotify wrapped, and Mm -hmm. I haven't been listening to anything out of the ordinary except for I listened to a lot of Christmas music, like before and after Christmas. Um in fact my car radio station is still on the Christmas music station, which is a station I never listen to at any other time of the year. And then like in December I have to Google like what is that station. It's so it's still on yeah. that. So I'm still hearing like some like sleigh ride, sleigh jingle bells moments. Yeah. Um but yeah I don't have any new new exciting things to listen to. Um. So I guess any recs from y'all? Yeah, awesome. for sure. What about you? You have anything more exciting than that to say?
0: Um. So really, the only new music that I've been really listening to is actually very new music. This is an album Ooh. that came out on Christmas Day. Um, by the country artist Zach Bryan, who. Ooh. Uh, wrote that song, Something in the Orange, that got real trendy on TikTok.
1: That sounds about right. Oh, I remember. I was going to say, that sounds like a mix of Zach Brown Band and Luke
0: Bryan. You know what? And that is where my confusion... This is like George Washington Carver and Jimmy Carter and George Washington all over again. <laughs> yeah. The peanut yeah.
1: man. and They're both... Wait, are two of them peanut men?
0: Have I not told this story on the podcast?
1: No, tell it.
0: So sidebar here cue the peanuts music
1: no
0: we're gonna get copyrighted by charles m schultz that's why
1: i'm singing it
0: charlie brown is gonna come for our next
1: <laughs> wait that's charlie brown's names name is oh wait, no that's
0: charles no, that's m the-
1: brown <laughs> I-, I totally forgot his last name is brown and i was like i didn't know charlie brown's <laughs> name was charles m schultz <laughs> it's kind of like how barbie's name is barbara millicent roberts that's yeah i, I do i thought it was i don't
0: care to know that either
1: um, <laughs> Anyway, that's anyway. why i'm not that's why i sang it instead of inserting it so does it come for our necks I'm sorry tell the story um
0: shout up uh, sneak preview sneak preview of our charlie brown dedicated episode that we will have to do at some point during the season um Oh God! Sorry, I just got a message from a man. Anyway, wait, we got <laughs> um. Actually, I got a message from a man who knows I'm in the middle of recording the podcast. So Ooh. rude! I was advertising. Don't worry, that's all I use dating apps <laughs> for—is advertising the pod.
1: Wait, that's so funny. We can talk about that.
0: Okay. Anyway, yeah. Peanuts. Mm-hmm. When I was little, I used to get these three men confused George Washington first president of the United States also a farmer
1: yeah and a a military man
0: yeah but that was not the part that was confusing the parts that were confusing were president and farmer okay I used to get him confused with George Washington Carver yes who was a scientist and peanut farmer yeah. And I would also get them confused with Jimmy Carter, who was a president and a peanut farmer. A
1: peanut farmer. Wait, that's so funny. You could make such a good Venn diagram of them.
0: Yes. We'll post a Venn diagram the when pod. they come up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like the Boo Boo Stewart one. Yes. But anyway, back to this album I've been listening to. Yeah. Um. Zach Bryan released a album that he recorded live at the Red Rocks Amphitheater very famous musical venue Um, and the title of the album is All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster
1: (laughs) Did he write it in October?
0: No, 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 no it's all songs that he had written but this is just the name of the live album is All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster because he's refusing to announce like Tour dates or anything for when he's gonna go on tour next until Ticketmaster like fixes oh, their shit. So it's
1: other act. Just
0: kind of a slay, kind of a love. Yeah, I do um, love that. I just, I just really like him, and I think he's endlessly talented. Um, so that's been my music I've been listening to. Sorry for my peanut interlude. We can cut that out if necessary. No, I'm keeping that in. I
1: love it. If we could keep in my stupid um Charlie Brown also uh Yeah. Um and something else stupid. I did a bunch of stupid things. Anyway, uh what about
0: We knew this uh, was gonna be a rambly episode.
1: Yeah. Oh I'm Hannah, have you been so you listening to
0: any podcasts?
1: Yes. Well honestly, okay. So this is a podcast I've shouted out a hundred thousand times before, but I'm gonna re-shout them out. Goes without saying. My, perhaps my favorite podcast, I float between a few, but, like, goes without saying, is, like, my number one girly since the beginning, um, by Steffi and Wing. They just did, at the end of 2022, a, they slated, honestly, they did PodMiss, and they did, like, Vlogmas, but podcast episodes, So, it was so much content, like, so many days in a row. Like, I'm honestly, I just finished listening to it today, because it was also coming out while I had COVID, so, like, I was not in the place to be listening to podcasts. I'm still catching up on a lot of stuff. Um, Sure. But honestly, they're just so funny. 12 Days of Podmas! Yeah, 12 Days of Podmas. And... Um, it was really good, and a lot of it, like, they talked about a lot of different topics, and, like, so anything that, like, is on your mind right now, they probably talked about, I, like, fully probably cried in at least, two, at least one of the episodes. Aww. And I was like, wait, that's exactly what I needed to hear at this moment. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna shout out Sefi and Wing, um, and I DM them sometimes, and they DM me back. So... To everyone that makes fun of me for DMing celebrities all the time because I love to DM celebrities, uh, swiping up on stories, Siffy and Wing answer me, and they're like, always- "I love that, Loki famous."
0: I love that, and that's so interesting because I swipe up on people's stories who are like actively my friends and they don't answer me. So
1: I love to to DM a celeb. Yeah. Like it's kind of embarrassing to look at my Instagram DMs because it'll just be like lots of messages like to a celebrity and like they never respond. Occasionally they will. Like when like a mid-sized TikToker responds to your DM, it's like so much adrenaline.
0: Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Gives you a high. Maybe that's my New Year's resolution. Is to DM people more indiscriminately. A nice little challenge for me.
1: Yeah, my friends do make fun of me. They're like, that's so silly. Like, why do you, like, slide up on people's stories? And I'm like, because what if they do look and then they think I'm funny?
0: Oh, catch me. I'm just going to go down my list of celebrity crushes that I keep in my notes app. You never know if it'll work. Who knows? (gasps) Oh, here's a note. Fun pod episode idea. Should go through a list of celebrity crushes, each of us, and DM them. Oh, maybe DM, DM them live on the pod. Yeah, that was. Like <gasps> we a- could do that for Valentine's Day.
1: Wait, that would be fun. I was going to say that was a YouTube trend, like maybe four or five really? years ago. Like people do DMing celebrities and seeing who would respond. Yeah, or maybe even more recently than that, like maybe during like the beginning wave of COVID. Oh, when everyone was bored. Yeah, because I remember watching one, and the girls DM'd Jason Derulo, <laughs> and I don't and remember he I'm might have responded. Derulo.
0: But that's, yeah, that's delightful. Um, So, Steffi and Wing, we love.
1: Yeah, Steffi and Wing, what about you? Any podcasts, anyone new, oh, old shoutouts?
0: Ah!
1: Sorry, my microphone just fell over.
0: The drama. Well, good lord. Um, But yes, I do. I do have things I'd like to say. And this is going to be very surprising, perhaps, to you. Because you've talked about in the past how you find it very tricky to listen to male podcast hosts. That's true. But specifically, you said it's really tricky for you to listen to podcasts where both of the hosts are male.
1: Yeah, that's also true. In fact, I find myself. Only being able to listen to podcasts where the hosts are two women. I can't listen to podcasts with a man and a woman very easily. I can't listen to a podcast hosted by just one woman. Yeah. To me, just two girlies. So what are you going to try and put me on, Lizzie?
0: Well, so me, like a lot of the internet. A couple months ago, when the Try Guys drama unfolded, I listened to their first podcast back. And actually, I think I talked about this on a podcast episode about how... You and
1: I definitely talked about it because I I listened to it as well because of you.
0: Because I was really, really impressed by that episode of their podcast that they put out immediately following it. Or not immediately, but like their next one back.
1: Like a couple weeks later. Yeah.
0: Um, which they titled, okay, let's talk about it. And they even said, they were like, we really kind of like screwed ourselves over. Because we have, as a joke, titled so many of our like past episodes of things. Like addressing the scandal, coming forward with yeah. the truth, like that. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. like <laughs> And I just think they did a fantastic job. And then yes. I was interested after that to see what their next podcast would be. Because they were like, "Look, we're just taking this as an opportunity to kind of restructure how we do things," um, and ne- since then, I've been listening to all their podcasts. They're hilarious. They're oh, so okay. funny, and I See, think I really is like their a podcast.
1: I would be yeah. willing to listen to because I do. I'm not much of a try guys watcher these days, but like I have no, me neither. I I do like how funny they are. Funnily enough, since the scandal. I don't think mm-hmm. before that happened my parents would have been able to tell you what a try guy was. Maybe maybe even what Buzzfeed was.
0: Yeah. But all of a
1: sudden now my parents love the try guys and watch it like on the big TV in our house. They'll watch try guys without a recipe videos and I they like that. don't really know their names. They're like we know Eugene and like the other ones. And they're right. Real fans know it's beautiful Keith and the rest. <laughs>
0: But I've been really enjoying it and I like their um cuz their producer Miles is on there with him. Yes, the one with um, the glasses. Yes, and I think he's a hoot. Um but also their like other member of their podcast team is like a younger like girl around our age. Whose name is Rainy. Oh, that's cool. And I think we would be awesome. I think we would be such good friends with her. Oh so slide into her DMs. We're gonna tag her in this and be like, hey, <gasps> if you'd like to have a conversation with like some burgeoning young yeah, female podcasts, be podcast. about about how weird podcasts are, but like how delightful they are, please, please would love that. Um, now I'm
1: curious, do you listen like on like Spotify or whatever? Or do you watch like the video version of the podcast on YouTube? No, I listen on Spotify okay, because I was going to say, I think one of the reasons that I've never gotten into their podcast is because I often see it, like, recommended on YouTube, Whoa. and I have trouble watching video, like, versions of podcasts, because, like, mm-hmm. it feels like, like a big commitment to listen to, like, an hour, hour, you know, 30-minute yeah. video versus, like, having yep. a podcast on, and it feels like a podcast that's kind of like, oh, you'd want to watch, but if you think it's, nope. like, good just as an audio...
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I do. Maybe I'll try that. Um, And I will say, the only podcast that I like to, that I am, like, cool with watching on YouTube or that I have even tried is, strangely enough, since there's not much of a visual aspect to it, but, like, she has a really beautiful set that was, like, custom-made specifically for this podcast, is Drew Afualos from TikTok.
1: I know who she is, but I've not listened to her podcast.
0: It's really good. I like it a lot. It is called the comment section. And yes. it's good. And she's awesome guests. Big fan of her guests. So, there you go. Um, yeah, so that fun. was my podcast. So we did, we did a reading. We did both listenings. Oh, Hannah. What have you been yes. watching recently?
1: Okay, I know this is like a little bit old news. But I watched twice through and loved. I watched once with my parents and then once on my own during the COVID times, Wednesday on Netflix. And Lizzie, I'm pretty sure you told me you haven't watched this yet. Not yet. You Lizzie, this show. So good. Something Wait, people, it's a I show? It's, it's a show. I thought it was it's a like movie. Eight or nine No, it's like eight or nine episodes. It's a oh. show. I think, I know most people are loving it. Some people are kind of like, eh. I've heard it described by someone as the Adams family goes Riverdale, which is like oh. not a bad description with like the good parts of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the Adams family goes murder mystery. Ooh. The Adams family goes, I'm trying to think of like, the Adams Family—it's it, so good. Jenna Ortega is really great. All of the cast is really great. Christina Ricci's in it. Obviously, Catherine Zeta Jones is in it. Um, Luis Guzman, uh, Emma Myers plays Wednesday's roommate, Enid Sinclair, and I simply want to be Enid Sinclair. Mm-hmm. They're like perfect little opposites. Like Enid is like a little blonde, and she loves pink, and she like loves boy bands and nail polish. Um, Aww. There's some great characters. It's a pretty young cast; like they're all mostly in their twenties or maybe even younger, probably. Oh wow! Um, like Jenna Ortega is twenty. Also, they filmed it in Romania. Um, oh, that didn't because it's set in like Vermont, which is another reason you might like it. But sure, it like they filmed in Romania, and then when I saw that we had listeners in Romania, I got delusional and I was like, oh my god, the cast of Wednesday, including Tim Burton listen to <laughs> our podcast a year ago because it's directed by tim burton He he's not in it
0: if tim burton does listen to our podcast i have questions for him i need to have a conversation with that man
1: yeah i don't but you know anyway so that is what i watched i loved lizzie you have to i will I like promise. i know we recommend stuff to each other and then we ignore it but this is one you can't ignore i will it's on my list i okay. promise and Ramen. it's you. It's definitely good. You could watch it with your whole family, like even Maggie. Like there are some like kind of scary parts, but it's definitely yeah. probably
0: rated PG thirteen. Oh, okay, fun. I love that. Um, have you been watching anything else recently or anything? Honestly,
1: no. Um, I have been. Not to say my like screen time hasn't been up the wazoo, mm-hmm. but no, not much TV. Um, what about you, Lizzie? I know that you have something that you watched or are
0: watching that you're excited about. I am. Um, I just want to see if there's anything like, other than that. Well, I did just finish my third rewatch of Ted Lasso. We don't need to talk about that.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, I almost got you a Ted Lasso Christmas-themed Christmas gift.
0: Maggie did.
1: Wait, why did she get it? Because I was still deciding if I was going to ship it, like, buy it and ship it to you.
0: She got me, like, a notepad, like a little Ted Lasso desk pad with like Ted Lasso sticky notes and stuff.
1: Oh, that, that's not what I saw. So I might okay. still get it for
0: you. All right, that's fine. Um, So I did finish that. It was delightful. But what I did want to talk about, one, I'm very excited to watch The Glass Onion because I loved Knives Out. Um, And I'm excited to watch that. And I've heard oh, it's yes. delightful. I was ironically going to say I'm very excited to watch The Recruit with Noah Centineo. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> there the you go. England. I'm excited to watch the Matilda musical movie, because that is out now.
1: Oh, yeah. Me as well. Um,
0: But the real thing that I am so excited, we just finished watching the first episode of this, literally right before I came upstairs to record. Me, and my mom, and Maggie, and my Grammy watched the first episode of the new National Treasure TV show.
1: I know how you love National Treasure. I
0: love National Treasure. I think it's gonna be a hit. I'm very excited. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. Ooh, okay. T. I She's think it's gonna get me now. a new celebrity crush. Who's in it? A- very excited. A man who I don't know a single other thing he's been in. Wait, couldn't okay, tell you. Question: Is yep.
1: Nick Cage in this show? Nope. Okay, then maybe I could watch it again. I mean, I probably
0: won't. Um
1: like, see, the thing is, when you say National Treasure to me, and I know how much you love National Treasure, all things National yeah. Treasure, I think Nick Cage. One Nick Cage, and two, like, eighth grade field trip because we watched that movie on the bus. Like, two to
0: an eighth grade field trip.
1: To an eighth grade field trip.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: So, to me, it's like, oh, National Treasure. But, like, I don't know. You can, like, tell me a little bit more about it later on once you've watched it, and I could be convinced. I think similar to Indiana Jones, which I don't know if we captured that or if that was before we hit record. I could yeah. be convinced.
0: I'm also not sure, but that's okay. Um, I think you will... Here's the thing. I think you could like this TV show even if you didn't like the movie or even if you hadn't watched the movie, but I think mm-hmm. you should watch the movies regardless. Um,
1: well, I've seen the first one.
0: This is exceptionally exciting to me um, because I do love National Treasure and it's got a nice little number of Easter eggs, or at least the first episode did for people who love the first National Treasure. Um But I was texting my cousin Casey about this. This is very exciting. This, like, kind of blew me away here. The lead character of this is a young woman named Jess, who lives in America, has lived in America pretty much her entire life, was originally born in Mexico. And then for reasons you learn about in the show... Fled with her mother. To the United States. So she's undocumented. And she's a dreamer. She is like. On DACA. Oh okay. And they like talk about it in the show. And that. I just thought was like. So incredibly cool. That like. This young woman. Like this is like. Part of this like. Character's story. Is like this aspect of her identity. I just thought it was really cool, and I was like, "Wow! Did you ever think that this would be like on Disney? This would be like a Disney show plot line?" Oh, that's so fun! It is cool. I mean, also, not, like fun, but like cool. It's like very interesting because there are like some aspects of like things they've done with the storyline and like editing and stuff that very much set it like this could be happening right now like you're watching it it's set in 2022 they talk about president joseph biden <laughs> okay. which like i kind of feel like doesn't really happen in a lot of disney films they kind of like no, try to they keep, keep it... it like um
1: you know timeless
0: yeah so just very cool That's i'm so excited to keep watching
1: I'm happy for you. I'm happy that something you. that you love is um is happening. Me too. Because I remember when we were planning this season months ago, you sent me like a handwritten list of like things you wanted to watch, or you were like, "Let me know what off this list you'd be willing to watch for the pod." And like you were like, "National Treasure, National Treasure Two, National Treasure Three, National Treasure the spinoff, National there Treasure is the TV There's not show.
0: National Treasure Three, that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> Yes. I know, but th- that was kind of the the theme really of aren't. the list.
1: Lizzie and I do have different tastes in a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh no, not this list!" It's kind of like I'd send Lizzie like the entire like um at this point probably forty or forty one Barbie movies and say, "Pick which one of these you want to watch,"
0: and I would already know my answer: Princess and the Popper.
1: The uh, we'll do an episode on that too.
0: Well, that was our beyond the pod that took 51 minutes.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I kind of loved that format cuz that a beyond the pod can lead to a lot of good tangents.
0: I know and it did. Um Hannah, did you have any talking points that you wanted to bring up? RE the actual state of our union?
1: Like the state of our pod union or the state of the United States of America?
0: Either. Um the floor is yours.
1: Um. No, I don't really think I do. I'm hoping that people are going to like uh, the new season. I'm really optimistic for it. I know we, we kind of blabbed about this last episode. But, you know, I am excited for it. Hope y'all are loving the new art, the new aesthetic.
0: Me um, too. I hope I'm loving it too.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, And I just hope... That all is good. Can't wait to edit this up.
0: Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, is there anything in particular coming up for the future you would like us to look out for that you're excited about? Yeah, my new album is
1: dropping um, in just a few weeks. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, No. And a
0: slam poetry album.
1: Yeah, honestly. Um. No, I mean, I'm excited to, um, I'm feeling optimistic about this year in general. Head is clear. Um, I just did a big, like, clean out of, like, my bathroom today. You should have seen the amount of goo that I was hoarding that I threw away.
0: Good. Um. Did you throw away the body spray?
1: I did throw away the body spray. Thank God. It was given to me by my sixth grade best friend. It was from Bath & Body Works, a discontinued scent.
0: Which scent was it?
1: It was called Paris Amour.
0: I'm, fami- I'm familiar.
1: And the thing is, I was actually telling my sister about this body spray the other day. I found it. Lizzie, you would not believe how full that body spray was. It's like I never used it because I loved it so much. I was afraid to use it. It was so full. Um, But it also now mostly just smelled like alcohol. So.
0: Hmm. Not great, not great.
1: No. Um, what about you? You have anything that you're particularly excited for this year in this
0: union? I mean, a lot of things. I can't really think of anything particular. I'm so excited to figure out which. At this t- point, we'll know which book you folks have picked for the book club.
1: <gasps> True. I was gonna say I'm we very excited about that. Can't announce. We can't announce it this episode because we're recording in advance. You don't event, know. But- Hi guys, editing Hannah here. I'm popping in to let you know that we actually did complete our Instagram poll for a January book club. So if you'd like to read along with us for the episode coming out in two short weeks on January 26th, we are reading Funny You Should Ask by Elisa Sussman.
0: I'm very, very excited. Um, it will be very fun, I think. I have some unhinged episode ideas to pitch to Hannah. Um, that i'm really excited about that i think are gonna make her laugh i don't necessarily know if she's gonna like be super in love with any of them but i think i can still convince you to do a few of them okay some of them might be sports related (laughs) okay yeah exactly (laughs) it's gonna be great i'm so excited Oh, that's to say, you want to wrap this up, Liz? <laughs> yeah, I think perhaps. All right. Hannah. Lizard. I'm going to some people some homework real quick. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for listening. Your homework for this week is to recommend this pod to two people. Share it on your Instagram, send it to your enemies, send it to your loved ones, send it to the heads of BP.
1: Yeah. You know the drill. We know that um, we told y'all that in 2022, we were in the top 10% most shared podcast on Spotify or some crazy statistic like that. And I think we should try and beat that in 2023.
0: I think we should too. Share with
1: everyone. And, and the books that we posted on Instagram.
0: Have your books read by... The 26th. Hannah, please take it away so I stop talking.
1: Thank you for listening to the Slumber Party Pod. This has been A State of the Union Address. This episode was edited by Hannah and collectively conceived of as a post-grid crisis by Lizzie and Hannah. This episode has been distributed by Anchor, and we hope you'll join us again next week.
0: Au revoir! Hannah, please take it away, so I stop talking.
1: Yeah, but I was just thinking, I'm not sure how to take it away, because I used to say deep dives into DCOMs. Um, if to the Slumber Party Pod, this episode was...
0: So I'll just, like, skip it, or should I make some joke about the State of the Union?